Taking charge of your future starts with taking the first steps. And saving up to $30 a month on Cox Internet with the Affordable Connectivity Program makes those steps easy to take. Whether they bring you to click upload on your first short film or join now for an online book club. Applying is easy. See if you qualify at cox.com slash ACP. Non-transferable one per household application and eligibility decisions are made by the FCC. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Why y'all smartly following me? Come on in, everybody. Come on in, everybody, and like the video. Tim, where you're watching from, and share. I gotta just reset to add our Instagram fam. Sometimes it does that. But come on in, everybody. Like the video, Tim, where you're watching from, and share. When you share, people get saved. It is just that simple. Aurora, good to see you driving. Be safe. Good to see you. Uh, Duval, welcome, welcome, welcome. Southwest Denver, welcome. Good to see you. Come on in, everybody, everywhere. Again, we'll have our Instagram fam on in just a second. We just had to do a quick reset. Sometimes that happens. And you don't know that it's going to happen until you click go live. So that is what it is. But thank God that we go live on a multitude of platforms um, so that that way, if there's ever an issue with one of them, you always have something else. Listen, it's called belt and suspenders. It's a leadership principle. It's a life principle. You always plan for the best, but you always have redundancies in place in the event that you need to take advantage of those redundancies. All right, now we should be able to add our Instagram fam. It just gave me a little trouble, trouble, but now we should be able to add them in. Come on in, everybody. Speak to me. Good to see you. Miami, welcome. Jersey, welcome. California, welcome. ATL, Aurora, welcome. Good to see everybody everywhere. Come on in. Good to see you uh, on TikTok. Tap the screen over there on TikTok, South Carolina. Welcome. Let me know where you are watching from. Prayer requests, three transitions this week. We certainly cover you and your family in prayer that even in the midst of transition, that God will be your shalom, that he would be what gives you peace, that nothing will be missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, and all would be well in Jesus' name. Detroit, welcome. Virginia, welcome. Baton Rouge, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Matter of fact, if there's anybody um, that is dealing with any type of transition, transition, um, where you are physically having people that are exiting the earth to transition, just wave your hand because I want to cover you. We want to cover your family in prayer. But I just pray for that individual in Miami. I want to pray for everybody. Um, the Bible says that surely he has borne our griefs. That means God is the God that takes our grief, which means he's the God that gets you through the process of grief. There's five stages through the process of grief. And God makes a promise that he will get you through the grief. I see hands raised. Father, we cover every person right now in the name of Jesus that's dealing with any type of grief due to a loss of a loved one, a friend, a family member. Father, you said that life is but a vapor. So Father, I pray that they their transition and inspire us, God, to live. That's James 4.14, to live and maximize every day and every moment that we have. Life, we should not say is short. We should say it is precious. Every day is precious. Every moment we have is precious. 
Uh, and so I pray, God, that we would maximize, take advantage of the time that you have given us. And I pray for every family that's dealing with any type of transition due to someone transitioning from the earth. Your word, number one, says that to be absent from the body is to be present from the Lord, which means that uh, in that 2 Corinthians 5, 8, uh, Father, that uh, because the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life, we can take great comfort. And knowing that those that have transitioned in you, God, that they are with you. And we thank you for that, God. We pray that you step in and be everything that these families need, God. That you be their peace. You be their rock. You be their inspiration. You be their hope. Everything that they need, I pray, God, that you would be that for them, God. I pray that even in this moment of transition, God, that they would reroute what tends to turn into anger and questions and why that they would route that into something productive. We speak life over them in the name of Jesus. That's what would make their loved one. That's what would make their friend. That's what would make their family member uh, most uh, pleased is that they are living life because they are still here in the earth and they have an opportunity. And for that, we say thank you. We cover them. Every family that's grieving right now, they are not by themselves because there is a community and a village of people right here that are praying for them, that care about them, and that want to see them make it through. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus. And can everybody just drop an amen right there? Just drop an amen right there. Let me just say this too. You never know um, what people are going through. And so I saw so many hands. Hey, 3 a.m. in the morning over there in, uh, uh, was it, South Africa? Um, listen, you never know what people are going through. You never know what people are dealing with, which is why one of the best things that you could ever do is recognize that you are on assignment. Type that in the screen. I'm on assignment. And speak that out of your mouth. You're on assignment. Which means everywhere that God sends you, you're sent there on assignment. And for some, the assignment will be as simple as a smile. It'll be as simple as encouragement. It might be as simple as you asking them, how are you doing? How is your day? Sometimes the most simplest, simplest things can bring the greatest encouragement to people because you never know what they're dealing with or going through. This is why the Bible even says that sometimes you entertain angels unaware, meaning that um, that's Hebrews 13 and 2. It says, do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for by doing so, you entertain angels unaware. In other words, God says, sometimes to test your heart and to test where you're at, I'm going to put you around somebody. Watch me. And your assignment is going to be to simply be kind to simply encourage them, to simply speak light, to simply tell them, how can I pray for you? How can I encourage you? Hear me. Do not think that an assignment just involves a title, a mic, a stage, or a position. Everywhere you go, you're on assignment. At the grocery store, you're on assignment. On an airplane, you're on assignment. I literally operate with this mentality everywhere I go. Um, so I'm intentionally, I'm intentionally, that's a good question. Uh, we're not talking about that tonight, but that's a good question in just a moment. Um, question is, what if your husband sends somebody else? That's a great question. You got to definitely hit that in prayer. We'll get to that in a second. But you're on assignment. So everywhere you go, you have that mentality. You are on assignment. Father, let us always recognize that we are always on assignment. No matter where we go, no matter what we do, and Father, we want to be on assignment. And for that, we say thank you. Let us always walk with an awareness that we're on assignment. Don't let us be so self-centered and so self-focused that we are not mindful of the fact that you have sent us to the earth, not for ourselves, but you have sent us to the earth from the time that the earth would need us the most. There is something that we have that we must produce, that we must leave in the earth. And I pray, God, that we would walk with this awareness that we are on assignment. 
And our role is to make sure that the lives of other people are better because of our presence. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. All right, some of y'all need to hear me. There are certain things that, that let's just go here real fast. Do me a favor, every platform, share. When you share, people get saved. Guys, we are less than, I think we're like 44 or less decisions away from reaching our goal of 2023 decisions of people who have given their lives to the Lord so far this year. Can you put a praise in the comments for that? That is amazing, y'all. Do you know what I'm telling you? That is amazing. And so what, how does that happen? In part, it happens because when you share, people get saved. So many people watch on all of our different platforms, social media, our app, our website, so many different ways. And uh, many people watch on the replay. So there's just as many, if not more people who come to the Lord that are not even included in that count that have come to the Lord. And so we thank God for that. Our goal was 2023. So far the, uh, for the year, we, we're going to exceed that goal by this Sunday. Can you thank God for that? Uh, so I pray that same thing for you, that you would exceed the goal that you've set for yourself, whatever goals you set to have accomplished by the end of this year, I pray that you would get those goals done this quarter. Come on, somebody say third quarter. That every goal that you set, every objective that you desire to get done, whatever you said, I'll get it done by the end of this year. No, the Lord says you're going to get it done in advance. You're going to get it done in this third quarter. And in Jesus' name, we thank you that it is so. That's July, August, September. By the end of September, come on, I need you to tap into your prophetic utterance. To prophesy means to foretell and to foretell. Just speak this in, out of your mouth and put it in the comments. By the end of September, by the end of September, your goals for 2023 will be met, which means you're going to have to start setting some new goals because you're going to have already accomplished what you set out to accomplish for the end of the year. All right, here we go. Now, as it relates to assignment, um, the Bible makes it very clear um, that we, um, that God is into the details. He delights in the details of us. Um, God is into the little details, which means God says, I'm paying attention to the stuff that you are not even thinking about. That's Psalm 37, 23, New Living Translation. It says, the Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail. I need you to put this word in the comments because this is what we're going to hit in prayer right here. And then we're going to move forward. Every, put that word in the comments and say every. God delights in every detail. Every detail. This means the stuff that you think God does not care anything about God is like, I'm in that too. I'm in that too. That little detail makes the difference. Do not realize that at the end of the day, it's the details that are the distinguishing factors of you. Um, for example, it, it, it's, it's, as a human being, your eyes, that detail makes you different. Your nose, that detail makes you different. Your lips, your teeth, your eyebrows, your bald head, or your head full of hair, um, the jewelry that you wear, uh, it's the details. Um, that make you different. And I need you to hear me. God says, I am into the details of your life, which means for some of you and for some of us, there are certain assignments that God gives us and that we're like, God, what is up with this? And God says, you are on assignment and I'm into the details. You think it doesn't matter the job that you're on. God says, I'm into the details. There's somebody I sent you there for. Come on, y'all, let's talk. You may not think it matters where you live, even down to the place that you live. But God says, I delight in the details of your life, which is why our prayers should be Psalm 37, 23. Lord, order our steps. 
Order our steps. Father, you said that you direct the steps of the godly. And we ask that you would order every step. And God, make us sensitive to the orders. Do not let us be so self-centered and self-focused that we miss the order, that we don't recognize the assignment that we're on, the job that individuals work. That's an assignment there. Where someone lives, there's an assignment there. Down to the building they live in, the street that they live in down to uh, of the car that they drive, down to the way they take the, the way they take to work. Everything is an assignment. You are into the details. The things that we don't think matter at all are things that you have meticulously and carefully planned so that your plan would be fulfilled. We are part of your plan. Our plan has to be part of your plan. And your plan is bigger than us. Please put that in the comments. It's bigger than me. Which means we cannot just focus on what we want and what we desire. Our prayer has to be, Lord, your will be done, not ours. Because we are on assignment. Every person we connect with, there's an assignment. Every person we deal with, there's an assignment. Even people that we deal with that we don't like, there's an assignment. Even people we deal with that we can't stand, there's an assignment. Even things that are difficult, there's an assignment. And I need us to understand the assignment because our lives are bigger than us. Our purpose is bigger than us. Our, your plan is bigger than us. We play a part in the plan and we want to play our part well. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus name. I need you to say yes, Lord, in the comments right there. Yes, Lord, in the comments. So for some of you, here's the question you have to ask yourself. If you've been asking the Lord to change something, here's, here's the better question. And it hasn't changed. Here's a better question. Lord, what haven't I fulfilled in the assignment? Because I need you to understand the assignment. I need you to understand the assignment. If you've been praying for something to change and it has not changed, here's a question to ask. Lord, is there anything I have missed in the assignment? Is there anything I have missed in the assignment? Thank you, Chrissy. Can I get somebody over here to type text harvest to 55498 over on IG so I can pin that? What have I missed in the assignment? What have I missed? If you listen, listen to me, if you're looking for new employment and uh, you are not hearing any responses, here's a question to ask yourself and to ask the Lord. Lord, have I missed anything in the assignment? You ready? Let's go here. Let's go here. If you are single and you've been praying for a godless spouse, and I'm just believing all that. OK, guess what? Here's the question. Lord, did I fulfill my assignment while I was single? Because there's certain things you got to hear me. There's certain things. Paul said it like this. There are certain things that, that once you get married, there are certain things, requirements, responsibilities, things that will be different. And so for some of you, God has given you singleness is a gift. It's quiet in these comments. It's a gift, which means before you're trying to run to go get a new gift, have you unwrapped your existing gift? It's quiet in these comments. Before you um, be trying to get a new home, new car, are you getting the point? The question always should be, Lord, is there anything I've missed in the assignment? Because while I'm reaching for next, let me make sure I have maximized my now. David, I am not giving you the throne until you have fulfilled your assignment to serve Saul. Mm. I'm not giving you the throne until you have fulfilled your assignment to be his armor bearer. I'm not giving you the throne until you fulfilled his assignment to be his musician. I'm not giving you the throne until you fulfill the assignment to protect him. I'm not, I'm not giving you your throne until you fulfilled your previous assignment. So, Father, any places where something has been held up or any places where something has been delayed or something has been stopped, show us, God, if there's something we've missed in the assignment. 
because you, God, you are into the details. Anything that's held back, show us if we missed something in the assignment because we don't want to be those that have incomplete assignments. Oh, God, y'all go with me because incomplete assignment, watch me, if you incomplete your assignment, you only end up with the first part, ass. Listen, Deuteronomy 22 and 10, and the Bible says, thou shalt not plow with an ass and an ox together, which means incomplete assignments literally are the spirit of a donkey, which means you're always bucking, you're always complaining, you're always got an issue, you always got a problem, you always got something going wrong, you always got something that's an issue, and donkeys can't carry very much. Deuteronomy 22.10 says an ass and an ox should not be yoked together. An oxen was a special designation of cattle. And a donkey, if you put a donkey with an ox, they would always buck. They would cause issues. They would cause problems. And they would wear the ox out. Do not let us have incomplete assignments in our lives in Jesus' name. Come on, I just need you to just speak this on the screen. I will complete my assignment. Type it and speak it. When I say speak it on the screen, that means do both. You got to say it out of your mouth and type it. Mr. Palmer, why in the world do you always have us typing? Uh, because Matthew 18, 19, wherever two or three touch agreeing on anything, it should be done for them. Why do you always have us speaking? Proverbs 18, 21, death and life are in the power of your tongue. If you don't speak it, you're never going to see it. You got to hear that. You got to hear that. Guys, do me a favor. Every platform, make sure that you share tonight. When you share, people get saved. You see the fruit of what we do together, you see the fruit of it because you see the number of people who are coming to the Lord and we're just getting started. All right. We are on assignment. We are on assignment and you do. God does not release you until your next until you have completed your your current. So for some of you, you ready? Can I go? Can I push this further? If I can push this prayer further, say go, Bishop. If you want to push this prayer further, type those two words in the screen. Go, Bishop. And I'll push this prayer further. Because sometimes, let me see a few go bishops first, though. Let's make sure we want to go here, because if not, I can go to where we were going in the first place. But that initial comment triggered something. All right. Okay. I see Katrina says go bishop. Johnny and Liz say go bishop. Let's go. Tiffany says go bishop. All right. So let's go. Sometimes when you feel stagnant or when you feel stuck, that is your spirit telling you you are in something is incomplete. Sometimes when you feel stagnant or when you feel stuck, your spirit is saying there's something that's incomplete. And maybe the assignment, are y'all ready for this? Maybe the assignment isn't external. Maybe the assignment is internal. Maybe there's something you haven't done in you. And God says, I'm not taking this version of you into your next. It's quiet in these comments. I'm not taking this version of you into your next. You feel stagnant and you feel stuck because you are trying to get by, watch me, and God is saying, look, I'm not letting that version of you go. I'm not letting that, that, that incomplete version of you go. I'm not letting that low self-esteem version of you go. I'm not letting that complaining version of you go. I'm not letting, let me prove it to you. Let me back this up with Bible. In, in Numbers, in Numbers, um, something very significant happened because they saw, the Bible says that Moses sent out 12 spies he sent out 12 spies. I've got seven. <laughs> 12. Got it? 12 spies. 10 came back with a negative report. Two came back with a good report. Joshua and Caleb. Joshua and Caleb said, let's go. Let's take the land. We can do it. The 10 revealed that the assignment of the wilderness was not complete. I'm going to say it again, and I'm going to wait for you to respond in the comments. The 10 revealed that the assignment of the wilderness was not complete. 
I'm going to say it again, and I need you to respond to these comments like you heard me. The two, Joshua and Caleb, they had fulfilled the assignment. The wilderness had fulfilled its assignment in them because the purpose of the wilderness was to get Egypt out of them. They had come out of Egypt, but Egypt had not come out of them. Joshua and Caleb, they had fulfilled the assignment. But the 10, for the 10, the assignment was not completed in them. So the Bible says, what did they begin to say? We're like grasshoppers. We can't do it. We're not going to be able. And so what does God say? Okay, well, then you're not going. Y'all ain't going. You're not going. I'm not releasing you until you're next because the wilderness has not completed what it was supposed to complete in you. And the worst thing is to be Joshua and Caleb and you're connected to the 10. I pray that in this second half of your life, of the second half of this year, rather, uh, of 2023 in your life, that you be connected to Joshua and Caleb's. The worst thing is for the assignment to be fulfilled in you, but you be connected to somebody the assignment's not fulfilled in. God tells the 10, well, you can't go because the wilderness has not completed what it was supposed to complete in you. So you got to go back to the wilderness. You got to stay back out there. And Numbers 14, 28, I will give you, yes, me, exactly what I heard you say. Katina, I will give you exactly what I heard you say. Judy, I will give you exactly what I heard you say. So, Father, I, prepare, I pray that whatever assignment needs to be completed in us, let it be completed. Show it to us. Make it loud. Make it clear so we accomplish it. Whatever thing we need to accomplish internally, whatever thing we need to conquer internally, make it clear so that we fulfill it. Let us be those that are complete. Shalom. Nothing missing. Nothing broken. Nothing lacking. And all is well. And for that, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, let us be the Joshua's and the Caleb's. Let us be the Joshua's and the Caleb's. Caleb, whose name literally means, it means like a dog. It means one that pursues, one that goes after. It's like a dog with a bone. Once they get it, they're going after it. Let us go after fulfilling the assignment in us, fulfilling the assignment around us so that we qualify for what's ahead of us. In Jesus' name, let us be like Joshua. Joshua's original name was Hoshea which means God can say his man of God. Moses is the one that changed his name to Joshua. And Joshua means the Lord has saved. Let us reflect what you have done, not just what you can do. Let our lives reflect what you have done and not just the potential of what our lives could be. And for this, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Come on, everybody, every platform, release a praise in the comments right there. We going in tonight, y'all. We 22 minutes in here. We going in there. We're going in there. You're on assignment. Okay. So if you feel stuck or stagnant, perhaps, perhaps the assignment around you is not complete or the assignment in you is not complete. And you don't get, God does not, look at me. God does not let you move to the next until you have, until the assignment is complete. He doesn't. He doesn't. So for those of you who feel stuck or stagnant in any area of your life, this prayer is that prayer. Lord, what assignment remains incomplete? Can I be honest with you, the power of this? So I remember um, a couple of things. There, there was this movie, the movie. Who remembers the Ten Commandments with Charlton Heston? It's like, what, three, four hours long? You can lay down, take a nap, go eat, um, go to the mall, go shopping, come back. And Moses is just now at the, at the burning bush. Who remembers that? Who remembers that version of Ten Commandments? Wait a minute. There was a line in that movie. And in the line in the movie said, um, Moses was standing on the mountain 
And as he was standing on the mountain, and, and the, the Bible doesn't record that this happened. So this is, this is um, them presenting this in a theatrical way. Um, Moses is standing on the mountain. He's been there for 40 days, 40 nights. Joshua's at the base of the mountain. Moses, in the movie, he's like, what have I left undone? Translation, what have I not fulfilled in my assignment? What assignment has not completed around me? What assignment is not completed in me? The moment Moses said that in the movie, all of a sudden a whirlwind comes and the Lord begins to speak. And then the Lord draws out the Ten Commandments. Y'all ready? Come on. Yolanda says, this is exactly what I needed. Everybody listen. Everybody listen carefully. I remember years ago, I think it was 2012, I was just frustrated um, and I with a variety of things. And every, look at me. Things were going well which means you don't have to be suffering to be stagnant. You don't have to be struggling to be stagnant, right? In fact, the more of a, of a Caleb-type personality, of a David-type personality, of a Joseph-type personality you have, then watch me, you don't get satisfied easily. You're always in pursuit. Everybody watch me. And there's nothing wrong with being in pursuit. Everybody on prayer tonight where you're in pursuit of greater. Like, you're like, God, thank you for all of what you've done. But I am in pursuit of greater. I ain't struggling. I ain't, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not suffering. This, 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 by no means is your story a sad sob story. It's not another sad love song. This ain't no Tony Braxton song. But you can still be in pursuit of greater. So I remember standing. I was in my bedroom. And I remember standing. And I was like, well, look, I know the Bible doesn't say that Moses actually said that. I said, but I'm just going to borrow it from the movie. And I literally, I was like, let me do it just like Charlton Heston did. I was like, Lord, what have I left undone? Translation, what assignment have I not completed? What assignment has not been completed in me? And you know what the Lord said? He immediately responded. He immediately responded. Because some of you, the reason you're not getting answers is because you're asking the wrong question. And Wednesday night's Bible study is going to help you good because Wednesday night's Bible study is about how to handle storms. In Job 38, the Bible says God speaks through storms. You better hear me. So for every person watching me right now, you're like, I'm in a storm, I'm in a storm. You're not listening because that's where he speaks. If he want to say something, he's going to say it in a storm. Talk to me. Talk to me, y'all. Okay, that's Wednesday night lives Bible study. That's this Wednesday. Oh, my God, I can't wait for that word. I would do it right now, except that's Wednesday night lives Bible study. So listen. I said to him, I said, Shanine, I said to him, Lord, what have I left undone? He immediately responded to me. I want to, I want to remind you, I wasn't failing. I was succeeding. I was doing exceptionally well. I wasn't suffering. I wasn't uh, 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 struggling. I was doing well. I just felt stagnant. I just said, there's got to be more. I've got, and listen, and with my type of personality, we bore quickly. So we got to have something we're working on. We got to have a project. We got to have something we're building because we get bored real fast. And he responded immediately. And I pray that tonight, even as prayer is going, that God will begin to respond to you. I pray that tonight, that once we hop off of prayer, God will begin to respond to you, that he will respond quickly. Can I get you to speak this word in the comments immediately? Mm. Come on, come on. If, you, if we were in church, I'd have you touch somebody. If you were watching with somebody, touch them and just say, he's going to respond immediately. If there's nobody around you, come on, let's get it in these comments immediately. Lashonda, God responded to me. Crystal, God responded to me immediately when I prayed that. And I said, Lord, what have I left undone? 
And I did it like Charlton Heston, like I saw in the movie. I said, Lord, what am I just done? What assignment have I not completed around me? What assignment, Stephanie, have I not completed in me? And here's how he responded. He responded immediately. And he said, son, you are a miracle and you do not know it. I said, what? You say it to me. Okay, I didn't say what to the Lord. But I was like, what? Okay, what is this? He said, you are a miracle and you do not even know it. He said, I want you to go look. And so I began to study my craft and study the numbers. This is why I can articulate the numbers of church and unchurched and demographic. This is why all of that knowledge came from that question I asked the Lord. So when I train pastors and church planners and business owners and entrepreneurs and all that, when I train them, all of that knowledge, the impetus of that knowledge was because I felt incomplete. And for some of you all, when you ask the right question, God says, now, I'm about to answer you. He says, you are a miracle and you do not know it yet. He says, you do not even understand how significant what it is that you are doing. He says, you don't even understand the significance of the impact that you're having. You don't even understand how, this is what he said to me. He says, son, you don't even understand how big of a deal you are. I'm like, well, could you please tell me? And so the Lord began to take me through this process. And I began to say, oh, my God. And he said, you don't even recognize how much favor. You ready for this? I'm about to shout 100 of y'all tonight. You ready? You don't even recognize how much favor you walk in because you walk in it. I'm waiting on the shouts. You don't even recognize how much favor that you are walking in because you're walking in it. Y'all better hear me. This is what he told me. This is what he told me. He says, you don't even realize how much favor you're walking in because you're walking in it. You're walking in it. And I want to say the same thing to some of you tonight. You, you're looking, you're telling the Lord, like, Lord, what's going on? And God is like, what are you talking about? Baby girl, you're a miracle. Sir, you are a miracle. You don't even know how much favor you have because you're so used to walking in it. You're so used to Goliath. That's your everyday. Come on here. Father, I pray, show us the level of favor that we walk in. Show us the level of influence that we walk in. Show us the level of, of what you've already done. Show us the miracle that we already are so that we don't miss the miracle that we are because we're in pursuit of the miracle that we want. Don't let us miss the miracle that we are because we're in pursuit of the miracle that we desire. He was like, you don't even understand. the. He's like, so, so then he had to start studying. He said, now, I want you to look at this. And she started looking at the data. He said, now, look at this. He said, now, look at what you're doing. I was like, whoa. He said, now, look at this. Now, look what you're doing. I was like, whoa. He said, now, look at this. He said, now, look at how favored you are. Whoa. He said, now, look at what I made sure you wouldn't have. Because I didn't want you carrying those types of burdens in that kind of weight. And now, look at this. I pray that God, the scripture says that the Lord, will begin to make a difference or a distinction. In other words, God says, I will begin to show you just how much that I am with you. This is Exodus. And I pray that the Lord would begin to do that, that he would show you the difference and he would make a distinction so that you would see the level of favor that you actually walk in. That's Exodus 8 and 23. You are so favored, you don't even know it. You're so blessed, you don't even know it. You're such a miracle, you don't even know it. You crying that you can't be like everybody else. God is like, I'm so glad you're not like everybody else. Show it to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Can I get you to release a praise right there in the comments? Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. That's good to me. Kim, is that good to you? That's good to me. Jazz, is that good to you? Judy, is that good to you? Ross, is that good to you? Bobby, is that good to you? Is that good to you like it's good to Mahogany? Is that good to you? Because that's good to me. Maria, is that good to you? Because that thing is good to me. That thing is good to me. When I prayed that prayer and said, what have I left undone? Translation, what assignment is incomplete around me and incomplete in me? The assignment was I didn't see correctly. So let's go here. Father, we cover our perspective. Because the only place there's a problem is in our perspective. Oh, my God. The only place there's a problem, the only place there's a problem is in our perspective, the way we see it. It's not what we're looking at. It's how we see it. It's not how we see it. It's the way that we look at it. So I pray, God, you fix our perspective. That's the only place there's a problem. Fix our perspective tonight, God. Align our perspective so that it, it aligns with the way you see it. Let this mind that was in Christ, perspective is processed in the mind. 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 So let our perspective align with how you see it. How do you see it, God? That's the way we have to see it. And when we see like you see, you said that you have seated us in heavenly places, which means, and that's Ephesians 2, 6, which means that the way we should see it and where we should see it from is from a whole nother level. It looks bigger when you're looking at it head on. It looks insurmountable when you're looking up at it. But when your perspective is right and you're looking down on it, it does not look that bad. It does not look that insurmountable. It does not look that difficult. In fact, it only takes a few decisions. And I pray that tonight, God, that in this second half, our perspective would be based on you. That our perspective, we'd see it the same way you see it. Come on, type that in the comments. Same way, God. Same way, God. Same way. Same way. Come on, Jasmine. Same way. Same way. Same way, God. Come on, Sheena. Same way. Aisha, same way. Lene, same way. Let us see it the same way, God, that you see it. And if we see it the way you see it, then we won't be worried. We won't be frustrated. We won't be upset. We won't be concerned. We won't be wore out. We won't be stressed out. We won't be uh, 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 negative. I even pray against you feeling so tired and you're not physically tired. I pray for those that feel emotionally tired or your soul is tired. Your mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. If that's been you lately, wave at me. No guilt, no shame. You were Bishop Foreman. You're in a safe place. We've just been flowing tonight, y'all. Um, I didn't even do announcements of the preliminaries. Uh, we just flow. Let's go. I pray for those whose souls has been, have been tired, where our minds, our thoughts, our will, and our emotions have simply been worn out. They've simply been worn out. Your word says that if we can't contend with the foot soldiers, how in the world will we deal with the horses? So I pray in the name of Jesus that we don't let foot soldiers, that's Jeremiah 12 and 5, we don't let foot soldiers wear us out. We don't let foot soldiers wear us out. We don't let foot soldiers wear us out. But I pray that tonight, God, give us strength. And give us strength that's a supernatural strength. Come on, can you just release that word? Put it in all caps like you holler in strength. Holler at me. Holler at the bishop. Let's go. Holler at me and I'm hollering right back to you. Strength. Strength, God. Give us strength 
so that we do not give in, so that we do not give up, so that we do not allow ourselves to be caught up in something that is temporary. Don't let us make permanent decisions from a temporary tire. Good God. Don't let us make permanent decisions from a temporary tired. Tired is temporary, sir. Tired is temporary, ma'am. Tired is temporary, daughter. Tired is temporary, son. It's temporary. It's temporary. It's temporary. So we cannot make permanent decisions from a temporary tire. Mm -mm. We need strength. We need strength. The Bible said that Samson's hair, that it began to grow back. And I pray that his hair represented his strength. That's Judges 16, 22. Let our hair grow back. Not literally for me, Lord. I like it all. Lord, let our strength return. 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 Let our strength return, our strength return. today. 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 To me, I want both. <laughs> if you want both, put both. But for me, Lord, just spiritual strength, soul strength, and my mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. Let that come back. I like this. In Jesus' name. <laughs> Amen. Listen, y'all, you can be you can be spiritual and laugh at the same time. You can be spiritual and laugh at the same time. Can I help some of y'all? Your strength, um, you need to laugh. You literally need to laugh. Um, the Bible says that uh, laughter is like medicine for the soul. Let me give you this. Let me give you this scripture. Uh, let me give you this. The Bible says that laughter, Proverbs 7, 22, 17, 22, a cheerful heart, laughing, um, is good medicine. Um, NIV says laughter is a gift from God. So listen, I pray that God would give you an opportunity to just have a good laugh. To just have a good laugh. To just, you need to watch a funny movie. Y'all got to hear me. Pastor Leon says, Bishop, I keep saying Bishop has my office booked. <laughs> it's the Holy Ghost, sir. You just need a good laugh. Like, you know, you just need a good laugh. And sometimes you just need to say, hey, look, I'm going to just have a good laugh. I'm going to watch something funny. I'm going to laugh. That's why on the Harvard Search Instagram on Fridays, they do those funny Friday posts to make you laugh. Some of you just need to laugh. Why so serious? Laugh. You got it? Um, I laugh a lot. I, was, I looked at something yesterday. I said, I'm going to laugh. And I laughed good. In fact, I got to finish it today. I laughed good. Sometimes you got to just get a good laugh. Just need a good laugh. Just need a good laugh. Okay? All right, let's go here. I want to do this real quick. Guys, we only got 20 minutes left. Get out of here. All right, do me a favor. Share on every platform, whatever platform you're on, when you share, people get saved. We are less than 40, about what, 40, what is the number? 40-something decisions. Away, I think it's like 42, something like that. Uh, decisions away from reaching our goal of 2023 decisions of people giving their life to the Lord. So I need you to share because when you share, people get saved. So let's go here back to Jeremiah 12, 5 real quick. And I'm going to spend the last 20 minutes in prayer on what God gave me earlier today. Um, Jeremiah 12, 5. It says, if you've raced with men, and listen to New Living, 
If you're racing against mere men, and this makes you tired. So let's break this verse down and pray this verse. Let's pray scripture. The Bible says that if we ask anything according to his will, as well as his word. So you'll know when we pray, everybody notice how I always give you scripture. Because when we're praying, we have to pray Bible. We have to pray his word because his word is his will. You cannot just, you got to pray his word because his word is his will, right? Um, so let's go. Jeremiah chapter 12, verse 5. It says, if you're racing against mere men, which means you're not a mere man or a mere woman, because in Jeremiah, he says, if you're racing against mere men and mere women, he says, you don't fit that category. Come on. I need y'all to just put this in the comments. I'm not mere, M-E-R-E. I'm not mere. I'm, don't put me over there. Don't put me in that box. Don't handle me like I'm a square. Don't handle me like I'm a mere man. Don't handle me like I'm a mere woman for the ladies. You're not mere. So, so pay attention to the verse. God says, stop putting yourself in the category of regular. You're not regular. This is why your warfare has never been regular. This is why the obstacles you face have never been regular. This is why your challenges have never been regular. This is why you never fit around regular, smegular people. Who am I talking to? This is why you never fit in these regular little cliques of people. This is why you never, you never, you couldn't even have conversation. When you talk to regular people, you're like, this is the most boring conversation on the planet. This is the most ridiculous conversation on the planet. I can't do this. I can't even do this. I can't do it. You're not mere. Father, I pray that we will wake up to the realization that we are not mere. We are not regular. The scripture says that if you uh, race against mere men, this means uh, slightest, smallest, regular. Uh, Father, that's not who you've made us to be, but you have called us to be different. You said that we are a peculiar people. You said that we are a royal priesthood. We are kings and priests. We are not mere men and women. We are special. You've got your hand on us. You have called us. You have anointed us. You are with us. So don't let us be mere. We don't fit into that category. We don't fit into that category. We don't fit. Can I help some of you understand me? This is why you have difficulty sometimes connecting with people. Because you all, you ready? You always have to minimize to make their mirror feel comfortable. And I'm not talking about being arrogant. I'm not talking about going around and I'm this and I'm, I'm just talking about you, 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 you have to literally, you have to come all the way down. When you listen to the problems they're talking about, who am I talking to in these comments? When you listen to the problems they're talking about, you're like, that's the problem? All you got to do is this and this. You don't, you can't do mere people because when you, listen, they can't even understand the complexity of the challenges you're facing. They tell you their issues and you're like, that's it? That's the only thing you got going on? That's it? Look, I got this and that and that and this and this and this and that. And then they tell you the two little problems that's stressing them out and they need 45 naps throughout the day for these two little problems they got. And you're like, oh my God, like I dealt with that by 8.15 this morning. You gotta hear me. You gotta hear me. You gotta hear me. You are not mere. And I'm not saying this. The Bible says don't think more highly of yourself than you ought to. But it does not say don't think highly of yourself. So we don't, we don't, uh-uh. We rebuke pride. Mm -mm. We rebuke arrogance. Mm -mm. We rebuke hubris. That's not us. But we have to recognize that we're not mere. Because if we're mere, we'll begin to mirror the mirror. If we don't know that we're not mere, we'll begin to mirror the mirror. So you will begin to water down, to minimize, to come down 
to reduce so that you make mere feel comfortable. But here's what's crazy. You'll do all of that to come down to make them feel comfortable and they still won't have a problem with you. God, let us recognize we're not mere. God, let us recognize that we're not mere. Well, if you don't like it, you can go. I'll help you get out. There you go. See, this is not for, for mere people. All right, there you go. All right. You're not mere. You're not mere. Okay, so here we go. Jeremiah 12, 5. It says this. It says, if, if uh, racing against mere men makes you tired, how will you race against horses? Now, why in the world uh, would he bring up this concept of horses? Like, what? why in the world would you deal with horses? Like, why in the world would you do that? He's saying, because the type of life you live, you ready? You don't even compete. Listen carefully. You are David. You deal with Goliaths. You don't deal with foot soldiers. Come on, y'all. I just need to get this revelation. If you got it, say, I got it. Because we're praying. We're praying. I'm praying, prophesying, and teaching at the same time. You right? I'm praying, prophesying, and teaching at the same time. Okay? So why is he? A horse is a totally different type of beast. And God says, you ready? This is why we have in pop culture people say, we need really good at something. They say, you're a beast. It's because, trust me, you don't even deal with, let's be honest, your problems haven't been mere people problems. Who am I talking to? Your challenges haven't been mere people challenges. You've been dealing with horses, lions, tigers, and bears. Oh, my. You've been dealing with Goliaths. You don't, mm -mm. don't let no mere men wear you out. You deal with horses. You deal with horses. Because the level of your warfare reveals the level of your assignment. And Father, we say thank you. We will not let mere men, what does this mean? Small potatoes, small problems, small issues, small inconveniences, small challenges, small frustrations. We will not let the small distract us from the being that you have called and created us for. And for that, we say thank you. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Come on, everybody, put a hallelujah in the comments right there. Last thing we need to do, that's two things we need, to, well, in terms of prayer, is one, is one, we need to do this, is uh, if, uh, if you haven't shared, make sure that you share. Number two, if you don't have our app, get the app. Text Harvest to 55498. It's at the bottom of the screen for those of you watching on YouTube and Facebook or app and website. And for those of you that are looking on YouTube and, or excuse me, Instagram and TikTok, it's pinned there. Get the app. Text Harvest to 55498 to get that app. That's the best way to stay connected. You'll get lives. I do daily pop-ups. Um, that's the only way to know when I'm doing the pop-up is you got to get the app so that you know. One of the only ways because you can get the notifications on social, but get the app. You'll get the notification for when I do the daily pop-ups. If you've been blessed by the pop-ups, just say thank you, Jesus, in the comments. If those are blessing you on a daily basis. I thought about it till 15. I'm like, man, for the last 60 to 75 days or so that we've been doing that, how long that's been, um, we've been having, y'all, we can have church every day. And y'all know God meets us. Y'all know God meets us every day. He meets us every day. Thank you. Um, I want to do this. I want to bless, I want to bless somebody before we go further in prayer tonight. I want to bless somebody before we go in, uh, into prayer tonight. Um, I, is there a single mother, uh, that's on here tonight? I want to bless somebody. I need a single mother. Um, that's on here tonight. Is there a single mother that's on in that? And listen to this. You're a single mother and you've got, let's go up. Let's start high. You have five children. 
single mother with five children. Single mother doesn't mean um, that you living like a single mother, even though you got it's, it's two, it's, you got both. Uh, I mean, you have no support. You have no support. You have no support. Single mother with five children. Now, I asked you something else for the hand. So just drop a five, because some of y'all responded to the previous thing. Drop a five. Single mother and your five children live in your home. Because I just want to bless you. Your five kids live in your home. You got five. Drop a five in the comments. Because okay, I'm going to, um, you got five, five, and they live with you. All of them live with you at the same time. I'm just trying to find a way to bless somebody. I'm just trying to find a way to bless somebody. All right, find a way to bless somebody. All right? All right, I see the first first name I see uh, on YouTube. All right? Okay, I see you. Your initials, your initials are JS. Uh, I'm going to bless you with something tonight. I'm going to bless you with a, a gift card from Target, all right? I want to bless you, okay? And that's the first one that I saw, and so I just want to bless you. Bishop, why are you doing this? I want to show you that in the middle of anything, God is going to be releasing blessing for you. It's going to come unexpected out of nowhere. Unexpected out of nowhere. JS, you're on YouTube. I can't see what YouTube you're on, but you're on YouTube. Send an email immediately. And guys, if I miss you, that's okay, because um, we're going to be blessing people. We already bless people all the time. I just wanted to use this as an example. I'll use this as an example. I want you to pray this and say this, that unexpected blessing is coming my way. Unexpected favor is coming my way. Unexpected answers are coming my way. Unexpected release is coming my way. Unexpected breakthrough is coming my way. Y'all see how quick that shifted? I was talking about the app then said, look, is this you? I want to bless you. It's going to come just like that, just like that, just like that, just like that, just like that. Okay. All right. Let's, let's shift. Come on. Pastor Leo says, now I'm expecting. What is that doing? What is that designed to do? To stir your faith. What is that designed to do? To stir your faith. Because you just watch God do it for somebody else who was not expecting it, who was not expecting it. Maria says it's happening already. Was not expecting it. But it's already happening. Let's do this. Let's have testimony service. If you've been experiencing and seeing unexpected favor, unexpected blessing, unexpected breakthrough, would you just testify? Put your praise report in the comments. Put your testimony in the comments. Come on, Shay, you understand how to do that thing. When you see God do it for somebody else, your response, our response has to be the same God that did it for another. It's going to be the same God that does it for me. I wanted to do that on purpose. I haven't done that in a while on prayer. I haven't done that in a while. We've done it seven times before. I haven't done it in a little while on prayer. I wanted to do it because I wanted to stir your faith. I wanted you to see out of nowhere, God was going to make sure he, uh, uh, that he did that for you. Come on, put your testimony in the, in the comments. Come on, overflow in your business. Let's go. Let's go. Come on, let's go. Where else? Put your praise report. Testify your testimony. Jobs have been calling. Come Look at me. Look at what you said. Jobs. J-O-B-S. Plural. I heard the Lord say he's going to give you options. He's going to give you options. Because in this second half, this is going to be your best financial half. Got to prove after two months of waiting. Come on, Tamika. I needed a car repair and the dealership took, um, took, uh, dealership to, took off $1,200. Come on here. Come on here. Let's go. Erasing student loan debt. Y'all Yo, better come on. Look at God. $1,200 off. Come on. Let's go. 
got an unexpected job. Children have a job. Unexpected career doors. Uh, I thought uh, I said I do. Come on, let's go. Come on, let's go. The deal. You were stressed out about your car because it needs a new engine. The dealership said we got it. Let's go. Car overheated this evening, and you but you weren't stranded because you got a quick tow. And I pray that that situation is resolved quickly. And I pray that your seed would go fight for you. I pray that your seed would speak for you so that God's will would come out of this. I heard the Lord say, um, this second half for you, this is the word you need to speak over your life. God says, everything about you, he's upgrading. Elizabeth, everything about you, he's upgrading. Upgrading. It doesn't mean it's bad. It just means he's upgrading, right? Uh, I get these, I get these uh, notices all the time when I fly because of, of the different thing um and uh, the memberships and different things that i have and they always say this is this is where you were at we're up. we just want you to know we upgraded you i didn't ask for the upgrade watch me but the upgrade is attached to my name upgrades attached to your name because your seed is fighting for you my husband is delivered from drugs and mental illness come on wow 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 come on gloria says I was double charged for school 15 years ago, nine grand. And July 15, 2023, God paid me back what I was owed plus more. God is so good. Business words never fall to the ground. I got 1,000, oh, excuse me, $13,586 in an unexpected check. You better come on here. Jesus. All right, let's go. So, guys, we got eight minutes left. Um, we need to make sure we do this. Father, everything that we prayed tonight, we ask that you hear us. We ask that you not turn a deaf ear to us because we confess our sin before you. We confess our sin before you. We confess our sin before you. You said that if we confess our sin, that you are faithful and just to forgive us. So we confess our sin when we made mistakes. We confess our iniquity. That's generational sin that's been passed down and around that we practice instead of interrupting. We ask that you forgive us tonight, God, for transgression. That's where we have willfully deviated uh, from uh, what we knew to be right. We ask that you forgive us tonight and that your blood would cover us from head to toe. And because we are forgiven, you are the God that forgives us, which means tonight, as we pray for these last 53 minutes, we have been bold. We have been bold because your word says that the kingdom of heaven suffers violence or that it's forcefully advancing and forceful people are seizing it. So I pray that when we pray, God, that there be a forcefulness and a boldness in us. God, hear everything we've said tonight because we ask for forgiveness in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, you got to always make sure, guys, when you pray, you know, always make sure, First John 1, 9, that you get your sin covered under the blood. All right, you get your sin covered under the blood. It's kind of like, a good way to think of it is this, is that you can, you can have car insurance, right? You have car insurance, home insurance, life insurance, whatever. You have insurance. Um, so when Jesus paid the price 2,000 years ago, that was our insurance policy. He bought the policy. But anytime that there is a claim that needs to be filed on the policy, you have to make the claim. You got it? So a part of your, your prayer has to always be to make the claim. Get your stuff covered so that what you're praying is heard. Did you get that? Did that analogy help anybody? He paid the price, but get your stuff covered. Get your stuff covered. File your claim. File your claim. Your relationship with your auntie has been mended. Come on here. All right. So many amazing praise reports. And I pray that there will only be more and more and more and more. I pray that the praise reports would grow. 
I pray that the praise reports would increase. I pray that we would literally, God, every single day see so many manifestations in our lives that uh, it would be undeniable that this is the Lord's doing and it is marvelous in our eyes. Guys, I have one more assignment in prayer that the Lord gave me and I have to fulfill this assignment because I understood the assignment. Let's go. Um, so here's what the Bible says. Um, and let me give you this verse in Psalm, in Psalm, um, Psalm 37 and uh, 4. Psalm 37 and 4 and the uh, Amplified um, Version says this. And this is what the Lord, this is the assignment I have to hit in prayer. I pray about what we pray about. And that, let that be revelation for everybody. Don't just start praying and say, Lord, what do I need to pray about? What do I need to deal with? What do I need to attack? What do I need to deal with? Delight yourself in the Lord, okay? And he will give you the desires and the secret petitions of your heart. And he will give you the desires and the secret petitions of your heart. And he will give you the desires and the secret petitions of your heart. Everybody listen to me carefully. Um, the Bible makes it very clear that um, our heart Old Testament is the word lead, L-E-B. New Testament, it's the word cardia, K-A-R-D-I-A. -A. In Greek, Greek, we use K versus C. All right, listen very carefully to this because this is so powerful. When most of us hear that scripture, we think about, um, uh, you know, okay, I didn't tell nobody. I just, you know, I just held it in my heart. Well, here's what this means. Secret petitions of your heart. So if your heart means your mind. God says, I also count, listen carefully, I count as prayer, listen to me, what you say to yourself. Wow. I'm going to wait for you to respond in them comments. I got to get this in. We got three minutes left. We got to get this in. We got to get this in. God says prayer is not just what you open your mouth and say. Prayer is what you say to yourself. Oh, my God. 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 I'm going to give you one more opportunity to respond in these comments like you heard me. God said, I count as prayer, not just what you say out of your mouth. Right? I, I count as prayer. I just read it to you. Psalm 37, 4. Stick with me. I count what you say. Secret petitions of your heart. Petition, which means you ask. That's to pray. Heart, mind, lead, L-E-B. God says, what you said to yourself, I count as prayer. Now watch this, because it's double-sided. It's double-sided. Side one is this. Side one is this. Side one is this. You ready? Side one is this. If you're saying good to yourself, I'm blessed. I'm favored. God is moving in my favor. Romans 8, 28, all things work together. If you're speaking good, if you're talking good to you, God's Watch me. He grants that. But here's the other side. And this is where the Lord told me we have to cancel some things in prayer. Because you say, well, I didn't say it out of my mouth, but you said it to yourself. The flip side of this, Gilbert, is that if you said this to yourself and it's negative, God says, what does he say? Psalm 37, 4, I will grant and give you the secret petitions of your heart. He did not say that they had to be good. Question, what do you say to yourself? I 
have to get this out. I, I know it's 758. I have to get this out. What do you say to yourself? What do you say to yourself? What do you say to yourself? Father, let us make sure that what we are saying to ourselves is something we want to see. Wow. Because if you, watch me, I, I thought about this today. Sometimes people will say, you know what? I spoke good, but bad happened. Could it be that you got your secret petition? Because you kept telling yourself that? You kept speaking that to yourself? You kept telling yourself that? But I, this is, I tried, I spoke life, I spoke life, and it didn't go the way I wanted it to. Could it be, Erica? But the truth is, you spoke life out here, but the secret petition of your heart was that it wasn't going to work no how. Because that's what you told yourself. That's what you said to yourself. That's what you spoke to yourself. God, let us. Prayer was heavy tonight. You cannot listen to this once. You really have to go back and listen to this twice. Really, all of it is that way. I maybe need to shorten the time of prayer because there's so much revelation. There's so much revelation. He says, I will give you the secret petition of your heart. Petition is to pray, to speak, to ask of your heart, live, mind. That says, what you say to yourself, I'm going to give you that. That thing hit me today. It's like, <laughs> he said, son, he said, why are you mad? He said, that was your secret petition. And I, you, watch me, what makes it secret is that you didn't say it out loud. You didn't tell anyone. You didn't, you weren't vociferous with it. It didn't come out of your mouth, but you said it to yourself. So father, let us speak to ourselves and let our secret petitions be what we want to see. In Jesus' name. Let me give you Bible to back this up. Let me give you an example of this. In 1 Samuel 1.13, the Bible says this. Listen to me. Uh, English Standard. It says, Hannah was speaking in her heart, mind, led, L-E-B, only her lips moved and her voice was not heard. Eli, the man of God, thought she was drunk, but she was, she was asking the Lord for a child. She was asking the Lord for a child. And God granted her the secret petitions of her heart. She never opened her mouth and said to the man that God asked her about it. He gave her the secret petitions of her heart. God, you will give us the secret petitions of our heart. So let the petitions that are secret, let them be something we want to see. Let them be something we want to see in Jesus' name. Guys, this was a lot in prayer tonight. How many of you were blessed tonight? How many of you were blessed tonight? If you were blessed, just wave at me. Or drop a fire emoji in the comments. It's 801. We got to go. Tonight, if prayer blessed you, I want to encourage you to sow. Um, we always bless what blesses us. We've got two more prayers left for this month. No. Yes, we got two more. We got tonight, and then we've got next uh, Monday. Uh, and that's the last day of the month, right? Right. Last day of the month. So we got two more prayers left for this month. This is how you know we went over time when the screen stops behind me. So uh, if prayer bless you, I want to encourage you to sow. How can you sow? You can use the cash app dollar sign Bishop Foreman with the number two at the end. You can use PayPal. And this is all pinned to on Instagram and TikTok. PayPal, Venmo, Sale, Givelify. All of that is available for you too. And you can sow that way. Uh, and in uh, order to do that, um, you can also use text to give. That's the way I used to give. If you're already connected, you can text them out to 84321. Tap the link in a Harvest Church, and that's where you want to be. Here's going to be our seed tonight for Psalm 37. If our seed's going to be $37, and we're going to tie it to that scripture because that was an assignment I had to get done in prayer tonight. Um, God certainly led us and took us through a journey in prayer. 
but I had to get to that at Psalm 37 and 4. Because I'm gonna give you the secret petitions, and that's just not the good ones. So I literally had to say, okay, what are you saying to yourself? What are you saying to yourself? Because he said, I'm gonna give you what you say to yourself. That is so good. Because you're still saying it. Because can I get deep? Let me go deep real fast. Well, Bishop, I thought you had to say it out of your mouth. Oh, you do. Numbers 14, 28. I'll give you exactly what I heard you say. So then how is saying it to myself? What does that count? You and I are spirits. We are spirits. Our spirit is our subconscious mind. We're speaking spirits. So even when you speak to yourself because you're a spirit, it's heard by God. You got that? Even when you speak it to yourself because you're a spirit, that thing carries. That thing carries. All right? Okay. All right, so let's back it up. I don't want to go too deep, but I'll take you there. All right, 37 is our C, and you're just going to call this, uh, let's call this your SP for secret petitions. SP for secret petitions. Secret just means you didn't tell anybody, you didn't say it. it's what you've been saying to yourself. For some of you, you know why illness hasn't left your body? Because you keep saying to yourself, I have this, I have this. Stop it. You have to release to yourself. You're 100% healthy, 100% healed. 100% healthy, 100% healed. I'm 100% healthy, I'm 100% healed, I'm 100% healthy, I'm 100% healed. And he's going to grant you the secret petitions, all right? Lastly, if you're on here tonight and you haven't given your life to the Lord, tonight is your night. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure, whatever platform you're on, you're in a safe place, a safe space. God loves you. He's not mad at you. He's not trying to beat you up or beat you down. I was just anger is for a moment, but his favor is for a lifetime. And so tonight, if you need to give your life to the Lord for the first time, recommit yourself to him or you just need to be sure when i count to three i want you to do that hand with the emoji of say it's me black white tall short everybody's included nobody's excluded tonight god's coming to get you on prayer he's coming to get you wherever you're at do that hand with the emoji or say it's me one two three respond and respond quickly wherever you're at it's 805 we're over time but i had to make sure i got that secret petitions thing out in prayer tonight that thing was good you've never heard that about prayer I just know you haven't. You just never heard that about prayer. I see. I got you, TikTok. Now, that thing blessed me. That thing blessed me. That thing blessed me. I see you. God sees you more importantly. Everybody, wherever you're at, do the hand with the emoji say to me. I see you too. I see you. I see you over there on IG3. I see you wherever you're at. No guilt, no condemnation, or no sign. Do we have the dates in Atlanta for September? We actually do have the dates for September. So far, we've just released. There's four. There's five. We've just released the dates so far for August. You'll be able to register. There's six. Um, we've just released the dates for August, August 13th and 27th, uh, 27th for Atlanta. Those are going to be Sunday night uh, pop-ups. They're going to be 6 o'clock. Sunday evening is going to be amazing. You'll be able to register real soon on the website. Or um, for, And I thank you for bringing that up. Thanks, Maria, for bringing that up because I didn't mention Atlanta. But if you're in Atlanta, while people are responding, text office at 55498. Enter the option for Atlanta so you can stay connected with all the updates and details. We do have the September dates. We're going to release those shortly, but we do have them already, actually. We've been doing a whole lot of work behind the scenes. Okay, there's six. Wherever you're at, do that handwave emoji or say to me. If you become a Christian or recommit yourself to the Lord, wherever you are at, there is no guilt, there is no condemnation, there is no shame. Wherever you are at, wherever you are at, wherever you are at. I'm gonna give you five seconds to respond. There's at least two more of you that need to respond than I sense tonight. There's at least two more of you. Um, one man, one woman. There's at least two more of you. 
or you need to respond. Bishop Gorman, I'm not doing that in front of y'all. I'm going to do, the Lord knows my heart. Bible says, if you deny Jesus publicly, he'll deny you. This is a denial you shouldn't play with. This is a denial you shouldn't play with. Those of you that are already saved, those of you that are already Christians, can I get you praying? Thank you, Crystal. Can I get you praying that scales would fall off the eyes, scales would fall off of the ears, that people would respond tonight? I even hear one of you, you're like, I'm not a, I'm, I'm not a church person. I'm not a typical church person. Great. What is that? There's one. There's eight. There's at least one more. There's at least one more. What is that? What is that? What is a typical church person? Right? Right? He's the he's he's everybody's God. He's everybody's God. He's everybody's God. But Bishop Omi, you don't know the third I've done. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. There's no place too low where the blood of Jesus can't flow. There's one more person. I'm waiting on you. You can respond while we're praying. Everybody pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fall or if I fail, give me the grace. There you go. There's not to get right back up. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, guys, if you just prayed that prayer, recommitted yourself to the Lord, or you're now sure, here's what I need you to do. Text Harvest to 55498, and there's another, there's 10, and enter the option for salvation, salvation, and then we're going to get you a message called what next. Now that you've given your life to the Lord, what do you do next? What do you do next? Let me walk you through that process. I can sense that there's some of you where you were, you've been saved, but you never were taught what to do next. Like you just kind of figured it out. You need to go, you enter that option too. You text over to five, five, four, eight, you enter that option for salvation too. And watch what's next. Let me walk you through what to do next. Guys, I have planted, um, uh, God has done an amazing work. But last week, I'm so committed to growing and learning. And I just lived there as a, uh, as a student. Um, last week, listen, I took a church planner's boot camp. I went to school all week last week because I live as a student. So I'm always learning. I'm always growing. And then I strive to implement it. Um, I went to a boot camp. Now, I've done it. And, and God has been good. But I said, I want to make sure that I stay sharp. Because we're in the midst of, an, of a new project and an expansion, I want to make sure that I stay sharp. So I literally went back to take that. And for some of you, you're saved, but you never really were taught what to do. You just kind of had to figure it out. You text Harvest to 554982. You enter that option for salvation and watch what's next and let it walk you through it. Okay, get your seat in the ground. 37 is our seat. SP for secret petitions. You can use Cash App, Dollar Sign, Bishop Form with the number two, PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, or Givelify. That's available. The email for those is hello at harvestchurch.church or text to give. Text them out to 84321. I love you guys. I pray you have an amazing day. I saw lots of questions pop up that I wasn't able to answer in prayer. So this week, one of the pop ups is going to be questions. You'll know it. So follow me on Instagram because I'll post it in my story and I'm going to get take your questions. And one of the whole pop-ups this week is just going to be on questions. You can ask me questions about anything, Bible, whatever, and we'll cover it. And because uh, I saw lots of questions, I just couldn't answer in the midst of prayer. All right. I love you guys. Oh, I love that. Praise God for that, Mahogany. Praise God for that. All right. I love y'all. 
is this a heart? Sometimes I'll be doing it, it looks like an apple. <laughs> Love you guys. Shalom. Have a good night. Good to see you in the ground. Shalom. Love you. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.